Hello world and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer and you are listening to the podcast Coulda Woulda Shoulda where I focus on not living in regret and forming high functioning habits. I want to inspire you to transform your thoughts for a happier and higher functioning life. We are what we think and we get lost in limiting beliefs. We don't eat well, we don't take charge of our money, manage our commitments and then wonder why we are stressed, overweight, in pain and unhappy with our lives. I haven't met anyone that can't change their mind. That's why I always say, see you on the flip side, as I want to journey with you on coming out the other side. Side of what you might ask? Well, that's up to you. Hello world, Shelley Shearer here. Welcome to the show. And we are going to walk through how you create a high functioning habit and why you do it today. I'm going to walk you through some examples of uh, how I need to adapt to some areas in my life that I've let slide. Now, exercise for me this last few months has been almost non-existent because I'm just in pain all the time. I hurt my back, uh, strained myself during tax season, sitting for too long. That's not something I should be doing five days a week, but I did. I took on too much. And then a couple of weeks back, I actually put my back right out. Like I was went out with the hedge trimmer and was going to do all my box hedges, turned and down I went. I think I podcasted about it before I went away on vacation. But what I've been looking at my life is looking at my calendar again, because habits can change, guys. They, they, they do not need to be forever if they're not still working for you. And every time you go through something different in your life, your habits may need to change. That is an, an area where you see people that are stuck in their lives and they're just you know on the gerber wheel and you're thinking nothing changes in their lives. It's because that is what happens. They have certain habits. Probably people that never change are very unconscious about them. So if you're going to have a habit, you might as well make it a good one because if you're going to change, I mean, because most of our habits right from childhood just come to us through experience, second nature, and how we adapt to our circumstances around us. All right. Now, here's my recommendation for the book I'm reading. My girlfriend says I've got to quit walking away from the mic. She says you're going in and out all the time. It's because I do shit like, oh, stuff like this. Sorry, I did not. Oh, I swore on this podcast. I apologize. Yes, sometimes I have a potty mouth. So in my Audible, I am reading Atomic Habits right now. Now, I have to say, if you've read my ebook and you read this book, we do, we say a lot of the same stuff, but he really goes into it in a, in a whole nother level. I just need to get the author for you, James Clear. So he was recommended to me and in turn by my coach, I have started reading him and I'm recommending him to you. I feel in a lot of ways, my job is to get you to open your mind, change your mind, take that first step. Then I'm going to recommend you to people like this, depending on your needs. You know, do you need to read Brendan Burchard's um, High Performance Habits? Do you need to read Atomic Habits? Do you need to read The Four Agreements? Do you need to read Eckhart Tolle's, uh, is it In the Now? Where the, yeah, In the Now. Everyone has different needs about what they might need in their life. So my question to you is, will always be, you know, what area do you need that we can help grow in? But my job is at the beginning. I'm just that little baby step. When I always talk, I use this term a lot when I'm podcasting. I know I do that. There's certain issues that will become like the curb that you trip over for the rest of your life. We don't want that. Okay, we don't want that. And so my job is to smooth that curb out, get you to step over it, not trip over it, and get on a better path. Then I want you to widen that path with awareness. Okay? So hopefully as my listeners, that's sort of what I'm, I'm helping you with. Now, I have let yoga go. 
And you might not think that's a big deal, <laughs> but after my back being put out and I'm trying to recover, I am so stiff and lacking flexibility that it almost hurts to turn around, you know, to deal with things, you know, doing up a zipper on my pants or pulling something over my head. It is amazing how quickly you can atrophy, but flexibility is really important as well. Your fascia, your fascia is that saran wrap that's around your muscles. And there is a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not technology, um, research going into that the last few years, something called tensegrity, if, if you want to look it up, about how some of our belief systems about muscles and cramping and massage and, you know, all these things about how the body reacts is a little bit off. Uh, just like they found that in a woman's pelvis, that the muscle under there is not a muscle, it's a diaphragm. That has only kind of come to light the last few years. So, you know, all these girls running around doing Kegel exercises when in actual fact that exercise is being done wrong. There's, there's lots of knowledge about the body. We do not know everything. Well, fascia is in, that, in those intercostal muscles that run. They're really finding now that they're what you need to focus on more than the actual muscle itself. Now, weight training people like that, you don't have to listen to all this stuff. But we're talking about the general health recovery. Now, weight training, perhaps you should be listening to me, but I know a weight trainer is never going to listen to this. So that's probably more what I mean there in the fact that their attitude is just, you know, rip the muscle and, and keep it growing. And you hope you all know that that is what exercise is. It's controlled trauma. A kinesiologist told me that, you know, 25 years ago um, at the UBC, uh, sorry, at the University of Alberta, it is controlled trauma. What does that say to you? It tells you if you're listening, that you need to be prepared for the exercise, for the trauma, and you need to recover from the trauma. And that is something that a lot of people do not do and do not even understand. And now we're understanding more about the inter, in, um, the, in, <laughs> inter, inter, the intricately designed uh, fabric that surrounds the muscles and how it has a way bigger plays a way bigger part in our health, our posture, our strength, that and our flexibility than we ever thought before. So tensegrity. So it's interesting that when you give up a habit, a good, a good habit, and you've let it slide, eating well, exercising, you know, doing your meditation, showing gratitude, um, whatever it could be, keeping your chores done, watching your money, sometimes you don't see the results right away. But then down the road, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, why can't I do that? Why can't I do that? Oh, what happened here? The opposite is true as well, by the way. You may not think that the first time you go to the gym that, or you may go to the gym and think that something's going to happen right away. So maybe I could say that the other direction. It's not. You're not going to see any change the first time you go, the third time you go, no, probably not even the fifth time you go. But then all of a sudden, a month down the road, you realize you put on a pair of slacks and they're looser in the thigh or the, or the waistline. You may not have even lost any weight, but your body has realigned. It's grown stronger. Muscle is denser, by the way, and it's leaner than fat. Or you go to pick something up or you go to do an activity and you thoroughly enjoy it and are not huffing and puffing or feeling weak at the end of it. And it's like, oh, oh, this is good. So the consistency is really important. Now, actually, this fellow James talks about this in Atomic Habits in a really big way, which is really kind of cool. It is the building upon the little things over and over again that really create results. My dad used to say when I was younger, if you look after the pennies, the dollars will look after themselves. That expression is very, very true. 
Very, very true. Um, however, there's also the attitude of not being a penny pincher. There's always a fine line. You know, you've always got to find that happy medium. But knowing the, understanding the concept that, you know, 80% success in something is, or consistency creates a success that someone else may not even have 10%. So don't beat yourself up when you eat the pizza. Just eat a healthy meal the next one. Don't beat yourself up because you missed the gym that day. Just make sure you don't miss the next day. Now, when I was younger and a bit of a gym rat, there were times I played squash quite avidly. I didn't want to go to the gym. But what would happen is it was in my schedule. So I would go to the gym. Now, maybe the workout was a little shorter. Or I didn't do as push myself, but I still went because I am the type of person that goes to the gym. That's what I would tell myself. Okay, you want to be the type of person that does quote unquote, whatever that new habit is that you want. So here's my dilemma right now. I've let myself get weak. I've got let myself get stressed out. I'm not in control of my schedule and I'm having some issues with my husband's health. What do we do about this? Well, the first thing I look at my 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 schedule, I'm like, you aren't you aren't getting to yoga, but Monday mornings, I'm hating. Okay, how do I affect Monday mornings? That's when I realized it's not Monday mornings that are the problem. Sundays are my problem. Sundays are my problem because if I do not do my chores and have my good habits on Sunday like I used to, then Monday is the rush day. Every two weeks, a cleaning crew comes through here for either two hours or sometimes four hours. It just it depends on the week. And they come at 8.30 in the morning. Yoga starts at 9.30. And so uh, Nine times out of ten, we're running around cleaning the clothes up off the ground because we have watched TV late or sat out in the yard doing yard work or we're drinking and we don't get the house ready for the cleaners. So the last few months, I've just, I'm hating Mondays. I gave up Monday yoga. Where in actual fact, starting the week with that particular yoga class, it's a yin and yang class, was very strengthening for me. It was my me time. It started my week off right. But Monday mornings were not the problem. Sundays were the problem. So this is why I wanted to talk to you about how am I changing my habits? My habits are changing because I have a goal on Monday mornings now that I want back in my schedule. How do I make that work? This is the deal. Sundays have to be back to being a no alcohol day. They have to be a day of rest. And Sunday night, I need to take an hour and tidy up my house. That is what needs to happen on Sundays. Those things need to be consistent and they need to happen regularly. That way, I just wake up Monday morning and my routine carries on. You see what I mean? It's awesome. <laughs> so sometimes we get stuck when we see a problem. We get stuck on the result of the bad habit, not the bad, not that particular, you know, not. How, how am I saying that? We get stuck on the result where we need to back up and work on what caused it in the first place. Okay? So I'm going to work through a few of these things over the next little while. I'm going to share them with you. But this is what I want you to think about over the next few days is what in your life are you needing to change or wanting to change, but you haven't stepped back far enough to find out the solution that isn't directly related to that outcome. Because a lot of times, I can tell you right now, it is a habit you need to put in place as a prefix in order to get the result you're looking for. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. 
Thank you again for joining me today and remember to focus on not living in regret. I invite you to subscribe to my show so you don't miss a thing. You can reach me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at either High Functioning Habits or Living Well with Shell. And I invite you to leave a rating on my show about what you like best or message me with something you'd like me to speak on next. Remember, willpower will only get you so far that you better have a plan.